This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too. So they're ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Christopher Schindler. Has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! Okay, welcome to episode 10 of the Andy Takes That Chance podcast. It's another international break, so we've got another international break special. I'm Matt, and joining myself, Neil and Cosy, we'll give a very warm welcome to BBC Radio Leeds Sports Editor. Jonathan Buchan. Good evening, chaps. Good evening. Hello. So I thought what we could do, Johnny, is we can... You're new to Radio Leeds. Welcome. I am. Thanks. The new voice for us to listen to. Gareth Jones's voice had just got a bit yellow, hadn't it, Neil? So He'd worn himself through, hadn't he? So <laughs> I think a lot of people will be interested to know a bit about you and, and where you've come from, Johnny, and how you ended up at, at Radio Leeds. Um, you should have been watching my highlights reel on YouTube. <laughs> Isn't that what happens when you sign? <laughs> you all go and find those. Uh, thanks for having me on, lads. Um, absolutely delighted to be invited on. Please come and have a chat with you all. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm from the area, from West Yorkshire, born and raised uh, in this fair city of Leeds, which might not go down too well with, with your listeners, um, but I was indeed. Um, worked in and around the area in West Yorkshire for a number of years. That's how I know Cozzy. Uh, known him a number of years from the, been a bit of a, a Real media. radio, funny. Yeah, Johnny. real I radio. Ring you up. Many, many moons Media whore is Cozzy. Yeah. Started a long time I was going to use that term. I thought I'd let you instead. <laughs> no. Yeah, he does. Hawks himself about to the highest bidder, doesn't Just he? So, real radio. Emily News, remember him and the phone yeah. bless him. God rest News, his soul. Yeah. They were good phone-ins then, weren't they? It was hilarious, Emily News. Yeah. They, I mean, that was years ago now. It feels like years ago. I don't know that, Johnny, that. So yeah. that will have been around about 2006, yeah, that I was uh, involved Oof. in that. 2006, 2007. Uh, I think it all went bust a couple of years afterwards, which seems to be a trend of everywhere I work. So I hope I'm not a curse on <laughs> on uh, on BBC Radio Leeds. And then I worked uh, in the patch as well for a couple of other commercial stations, including covering Huddersfield Town as part of Yorkshire Radio's coverage back in the old Stan Turnant days and Oof. Lee Clark days, Oof. going to 9am press conferences where he'd printed out all the local newspapers to have a go at 
those poor chaps coming down on a Friday morning so he could have a real pop at their stories, um, as, as he tended to do. You had uh, a ding-dong with him? I did, I had right? a few ding-dongs with him, yeah. Which were your favourite ding-dong? Um, I, think, <laughs> I think the fact that he did print out all of those articles to, to have a go, it may well have been Mel Booth, it was either Mel Booth or Doug, uh, and he'd had a go at them, and, and I kind of stood there almost shaking my head, and he wasn't happy with that at all, and he, he liked to let people know he was the boss. Did Lee Clark. Stan Turner once had a real goal at me as well, um, which I'm going to blame Dave Throwfall Sykes for. You all know DTS. Um, I was told, yeah, go and interview a player by the Porter Cabins, no problem at all. Go and interview one. So I started doing that. And I suddenly heard someone barking from a distance that was getting closer and closer. And it was Stan Turner. And he ripped me to shreds for being this young lad interviewing his players. But yes, I worked there, covered Huddersfield Town for a little bit. I've been down in Sheffield for a few years now, uh, working on uh, Praise or Grumble and Football Heaven down there, which is an institution down there covering the likes of Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield United, uh, uh, amongst others. And now back here on the home patch, uh, really pleased to be back. So there was a uh, a time at BBC Radio Sheffield there, and, mm. and there was a very special evening on the 17th of May, <laughs> 2017, where there was, I think somebody had a dream and it yeah. and it got shattered, was it? Yeah, it did. It turned into a nightmare, didn't it, for Carlos Cavalier? What are your sort of memories of, of that? That evening, in particular. that that was a bizarre night, a really bizarre night. Mainly because that there were that many press there that they had to um, put the overflow press in one of the executive boxes that they hadn't sold out because they were charging too much money for them. So we got quite a good experience of sitting in these nice plush seats to go and watch that game. Um, but then, and it was down the right end for the penalties actually, so that worked quite well. Um, but yeah, it was it was a weird night. It really was. Johnny, did you was strange? I thought. Did you think coming into that game? Did you think they'd done the job at, at mm. Huddersfield? Because I, I did. That, yeah. And mm. I remember I'd had a good drink that on West Street that and we were chatting on mm. Wednesday. And then it would almost like we were just making up the numbers. There were only one team going to Wembley. Yeah. Did, you, did you get they, that feeling? They thought that they'd done the job. Yeah, I, Let, I, let's think, be honest, they I think we mentioned this before, didn't we? I think it was a full session, wasn't it? Wembley were decked out, ready for Wednesday and full of money. If mm. you listen to everybody, and yeah. obviously Town and Reading put a. A massive spanner in yeah. that one, which was a pleasure. Yeah, I mean, they weren't the most entertaining of games, were they? It was awful. Yeah, absolutely dreadful. Game, dreadful. I mean, you guys one, one okay, of the best ones I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, exactly. You take it out it comes, don't you? <laughs> it's still on my Sky Planner. I've watched it about seven times. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the last it's a year. dreadful game of but, football. But, I mean, the overriding memory from a Sheffield Wednesday point of view for me was that our phoning afterwards was all dominated by where on earth was Jordan Rhodes? when we needed him. This big money signing that had come into the football club yeah. and they needed him to take a penalty. He's, he's your striker, your leading striker. He should be taking a penalty. And he didn't. And that, he, that he wasn't even on the list, I'm told, to take one of the ones that would have been next, six, seven or eight, I understand. He wasn't even in that list there. See, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Somebody who scored 40 goals for the season should be you know, a 12-yard free, a free shot goal. Yeah. But I remember that night, um, the abiding memory for me, apart from obviously the end, was when Fletcher scored... I thought I'd rocked up at a Justin Bieber concert because <laughs> there were just lights all the way around. Everyone got yeah. the phone torches like out. Cold play, wasn't it? Yeah. And then within two or three minutes, they'd subbed him, mm. and that that he killed Wednesday for me. Too, it was yeah. strange one because yeah. that, they, it, it was he, an odd he, decision, he, wasn't it? He yeah. was dominating. He just scored a cracking goal, yeah. and then they brought Jordan Rhodes on, and he was winning everything, and, like you yeah. say. And winning Jordan Rhodes just—it didn't suit Wednesday's style. No, it just wasn't set up for him at all. No, so that allowed us to get one of those where, yeah, and then obviously we brought. Big Colin on and changed <laughs> the game, didn't he? Um, <laughs> Johnny, who did you think were going to win the penalties once it started? 
th- well, I thought. I think because they had Kieran Westwood, obviously. Yeah, a specialist. I mean, in front of the cop end at Hillsborough, I think it's a mm. fair assessment to say you're probably back Wednesday to do it. And, and I think that it was a surprise that they didn't. And you know, I think most people are looking at it thinking, oh, well, Rhodes hasn't taken the first; he'll be up next. Oh, he's not taking the next. Right, he'll be up next. No, nope, still not him. He'll be up yeah, next. And weird. and then for us, just from a media point of view, Carlos Cavalier pretty much came out and threw him under the bus afterwards and said he didn't want one. You know, and that, that is very interesting to have a manager just mm. after losing a penalty shootout to go to Wembley yeah. to say he didn't want one. Just on Jordan Rhodes as well, I remember 2009-10 season, he started as our penalty taker and missed three out of four. Yeah. And he doesn't have a good penalty record with us. Uh, I think he took a few at Blackburn, but again, two, 2012 Sheffield United playoff final, Jordan Rhodes not in the five either. Mm. No, he won't then. I guess you could play it the other way, and as we do at the BBC, play devil's advocate. You could say, well, fair enough. If he if he didn't fancy one, at least he had the bottle to. to say, do you know what? I don't yeah, want it's one. Not for me. Yeah. yeah. So you could view it that way, I guess. Can I sing that song early? Yeah, I can. <laughs> there was something in the air that night. Your pen. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> For a man who would have scared you of Huddersfield, he's just a total hero now, isn't he? I can't wait till we meet him again. Forest, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we've got to move on. I love reminiscing, mate. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time we used to win back in the day. <laughs> so we opened up questions to Twitter as well, hmm. Johnny. Um, Always interesting, that. It is. And, and to be fair, the ones that we got weren't too bad. Um, so That's you got nice. off lightly, Thanks. which was good. Uh, the first one, which I thought was a really, really good one by... Um, a guy who goes by the name of Alan Allen Lee 19 which is Neil's favourite footballer if you've listened to one of our specials Uh, and he says some quite big shoes to fill in Gareth Mm. Jones leaving and with the success the team has had over the last two seasons especially winning some awards that's the Radio Leeds team yeah. Does that add a bit more pressure to the job and any awards you'd like to pick up this year or any anything that you're aiming for? Well, I think that you've mentioned team there and I think Gaz would be the first to say, you know, any award that is won by any station is a is a team effort um, because that's ultimately what it takes. You know, when it was, whether it was the, the Wembley game, the promotion for you guys that I know they won a couple of awards for, yeah. you know, that was a big team that worked on that. It isn't just one person or one individual. So it's a big team to work on that. I don't, working radio to win awards you don't make radio to win awards you make radio to to use the bbc slogan educate inform entertain people you know that's what we're in radio for and if awards come with that as well then great any award that is won you you have to enter it um we will be entering awards always you may as well put your name in the hat if nothing else it's a good night out if you get nominated isn't it so and it's good for team morale all those kinds of things but i don't think anybody really is is working in radio to go and enter awards and to go and win awards if we win some along the way because we've done some really good radio then great if we don't win any awards but people sit at home and go actually i really liked that bit that they did with x y and z and we really like that program then that's yeah that's that's just as important if not more far more important to me that people just sit there and listen and and want to engage with it they say the coverage in 2016-17 was phenomenally good Mm. and and we we use some of Oggy's commentary, yeah. you know, in our in our sort of build up as well, if you like, and I think if you put a poll out there, if with Huddersfield fans and says, do, do you like Paul Ogden? I think that would be pretty much one hundred percent yes. Oggy's a a massive favourite with with Huddersfield fans. So. Yeah. So I think that's not a word of warning to say, don't lose Oggy. He's our number no, one. No, no. <laughs> Listen, Oggy, Oggy yeah, is fantastic. He's great, you yeah. know, he's 
he's got a vocabulary I can only dream of. Um, you know, he's he's it's like he's grown up on Shakespeare, isn't it? You know, the way that he describes games. He's, he's brilliant. Yeah. He, he, he is unique, is Paul Ogden, in, in the best way that you can say unique. You know, that is meant as the biggest compliment possible because he is. There, there aren't other commentators out there like Paul Ogden. And I no. think that the Huddersfield fans and, and we at BBC Radio Leeds are incredibly, incredibly lucky to have him. Yeah, definitely. Talking of Gareth Jones, so one thing that comes up with Huddersfield fans is mm. the station that Huddersfield are on, which is DAB. So yes. this is prior to your arrival. It is, um, yeah, quite a few years prior, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. so Huddersfield Town are essentially on DAB, uh, Leeds FM and Bradford are on medium wave. Before decisions like that are made, what what are the deciding factors that get taken mm. into account? What gets analysed? And, and how do you sort of come to that decision to to do that? And what's the thinking behind it? Well, like you say, that, that decision was before my time. But I, I know factors that influence that come down to where people can pick up certain signals and I know that that DAB has a strong signal in Huddersfield there are still some people who who can't get it which is Mm -hmm. you know one of the reasons why I've I've made the recent changes I have because there are some people still who who can't get DAB in certain areas of Huddersfield but it, it certainly is a strong signal across there and I think they look to all of those factors that factor in particular when deciding who's on what frequency. Everybody wants FM. Everybody would like to be on FM. Bradford Wood, Huddersfield Wood, Leeds obviously want to be on FM. I think that everyone sees that as the the holy grail of where to be. However, future-wise, digital radio is the future of radio. I like us on DAB. You like it, It's clearer. This is a personal choice because I get a really good clear DAB signal Mm. where we are. It's clear on the way to the ground and on the way home. Mm. So for me... It, from a purely selfish point of view, yeah. I really like DAB and that's because the it point. is clearer. You can't please all the people all the time. See, I'll be honest, commentary-wise, it doesn't really affect likes of us because generally speaking, mm, we're, at the game. we're there yeah. or more away. Yeah, you yeah. Know, we're, we're in the ground, but it is nice to, to be able to tune in. Obviously, I think the biggest bugbear is a lot of people don't have it in the car. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, which again is one of the reasons why, you know, when I've come in, one of the things I've looked at is, well, the joint build-up and joint post-match on all frequencies allows everybody to be included. As yeah. opposed to saying to those that do have DAB, yep, yeah, this is for you. And those who don't, sorry, yeah. you're not getting anything because yeah, yeah. you, you mm-hmm. don't have it. For me, not every car has a DAB. I've only just got a car that's got a DAB and I work in radio. You know, I should have had one. I should have been one of the first people queuing up at, you know, at the yeah. doors of the people putting DABs into, into cars. But they're, they're not the cheapest. And, oh. and some people still won't be able to get that. And especially the older generation. You know, you've got mm-hmm. to remember that the local BBC radio, the majority of its listeners are of the older generation, slightly, you know, of the, the above 50 bracket and, you know, even higher than that. So some people won't be able to get it. So that's, that's one of the reasons I think joint build-up and post-match, which I know we'll come on to, mm. um, is something that I'm, I'm quite keen on. Yeah, we might as well dive straight onto that. So we've got... So thank you to uh, Elliot... Uh, John Smith, I'm not sure if that's the real name or just after the stadium. Uh, Philip Lawton uh, and a couple of others. So thanks for your questions. And they all sort of, I'm not going to read any specific one out, but they yeah. kind of go along the same the- same theme as well, sort of uh, why the change in doing the split. Mm. And you have you've have answered that already, um, but why the sort of split around uh, the pre and post match? I think one thing that a few people are concerned with is if they've subscribed to... HTTV, mm. and then the, the pre and post, they've paid a subscription to listen yeah. to Tam. Yeah. And they're now getting Leeds and Bradford thrown in amongst. I, I I know where you're coming from. I think what you've done is the right thing to do, to be honest, and try and mix and, you know, try and blend yeah. it all together because then everybody's covered. 
Yeah. But I think they are the one sort of niche of the town fans who are missing out a bit because they have paid that pres- uh, yeah. prescription. <laughs> that, that subscription. I'm, I'm obsessed Probably about similar price, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed <laughs> with prescriptions with tablets. Um, but yeah, I think, I think you know, they're, they're paying a monthly fee. Yeah. And they they don't want to listen to Leeds and Bradford. No. But that's just one of those that's going to have to be... Yeah, and well, might be something for club to look. And at. there's a few issues. There's a few issues there as well. You know, the 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 commentary contracts that we have with the football clubs are for commentary, and us providing pre and post match comes down to us agreeing that with the football clubs. Some football clubs up and down the country, they've all agreed to BBC contracts, all all with reductions because the BBC is under financial pressure, and, and that is another reason for what we've done, which I can come on to. You know, we have to be looking at where we can save money. And football clubs up and down the country have agreed to a reduction in what the BBC play pays for its commentary rights. And Huddersfield, we were delighted, agreed a new three-year deal with us very shortly after I arrived. They knew about the changes we were making when, when that was agreed. They knew it was happening. It wasn't like we, you know, suddenly dropped something on the opening yeah. day. Oh, by the way, we're also going to be talking about Leeds. That's, that's not how it, it happened at all. Um, and yeah, those people who subscribe to that service, you're right, will feel probably a bit aggrieved that they're having to listen about Huddersfield and Bradford as well. But ultimately, our product is what goes out on the radio yeah. across West Yorkshire. And they take a feed and of that. And the contract is the 90 minutes. And the contract is the 90 minutes. We, you know, we, we are happy Which to provide... Which is the key bit at the yeah, end of the day. We're happy to provide pre and post match for the clubs. Any of the clubs yeah. that want it. Leeds don't want it. They do their own service. Bradford want it. Huddersfield want it. Yep, yeah, we'll happily provide that for them. But it does mean that they will get a joint pre-match and post-match yeah, yeah. If, if all teams are playing at the same time which I have to say as well between the start of August and the start of December will have only happened with all three teams playing at the same time three times yeah. and by that point we'll be what 18 games into the season maybe not for the Premier League games but yeah, yeah we'll be double figures by that stage so it's not something that happens week in week yeah. out interesting how one other thing that uh, I think Phil mentions on there is how has it been received across the board because mm. to be honest I haven't really looked at how Leeds and Bradford fans uh, have have taken it either are they similar or are they well, it depends where you or... look for your reaction doesn't it you know Twitter usually yeah. Twitter yeah <laughs> you look on Twitter and I think we're going to come on to social media at some point Twitter tends to breed a bit of negativity doesn't it let's be honest and people also don't like change so there'll be some people who won't be happy with it yeah. the fact that we're getting callers for me is the biggest sign of it being popular because if we weren't getting any callers at all then clearly no one wants yeah. to phone in but the fact that we are getting callers after every single game including when only Bradford City play, and Bradford notoriously don't necessarily interact with us because they also have a commercial station who mm. covers Bradford City, who many yeah. of them are attached to, which is absolutely fantastic. But the fact we are getting reaction from all three of yeah. the football clubs shows that it is popular with people. And yeah, there'll be some that don't like it, absolutely. And there'll be those on Twitter who don't, and and they are fully welcome to that. And you know, I'm here tonight to try and explain a few of the reasons why. But hopefully, people will grow to like it, become yeah. accustomed to it, and ultimately... Get involved because if you want to talk more about Huddersfield Town, the simple fact is pick up the that, phone. That's the only way it can grow for each club is for yeah. fans of each club to actually ring up. Yeah, I think the phone is sounded well, Johnny. I've got to be honest with you. I, I thought when I heard about it, I thought <laughs> I do remember the, the got to going back the pulse phonings. They were really when Huddersfield and Bradford were battling, then a couple of seasons yeah, of that. Obviously, tasty, no more taste. The Gordon Watson, Kevin Gray, Knight, obviously, oh, yeah. probably won't go into detail that, but. I liked the banter and like you said there, John, if, if someone wants to come and have a go at Leeds or mock on Uddersfield and Clappers and what have you, then bring it on. But but yeah, I, I listened for the full hour after the Everton game and I liked what I heard after the Palace game when I was driving to Derby. A lot of other times I'm 
having a beer, but <laughs> so you're on about your, uh, you know, checking people whether they've had a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That as you well. know, that's part of my job to make sure. I'll, that I'll be honest, I think no, it had gone my, down better. I've had if, my opinion changed, Neil, I'll be honest with you. I thought it might I be a bit of a flop. It's been good. No, I agree with you. I, I think it it'd have been gone down easier, shall I say, if Town and Leeds had been in the same division. Yeah, you think because, that would have gone down better? Yeah, because, here, right? you, yeah. You, because you've then got yeah. parity, something suppose, to, yeah. to compare yeah. directly with. You, you know, you're commenting on the same product, if you yeah. like. And, That's a good point. You know, the same teams that you're going to be coming up against and yeah. vice versa. You, so you I suppose, Johnny, for a question for you, when United and Wednesday have been in the same division, you know, and obviously other years yeah. they've not been, have you noticed what oh, Neil yeah. said there? Massive difference. The, the, best thing, the best thing that could happen for Radio Sheffield when we were there is that Sheffield United and Sheffield Wednesday were back in the same division. Yeah, because because well, it probably. does, yeah, because yeah. it does it does spark it into life. Yeah. And you're right, you'll get more callers because what you'll also get is, especially on the days when the teams play each other, yeah. a lot of build-up, a lot yeah. of fallout to it. Yeah. Every little single part of a game will oh, be analysed in you're just back and hoping for Radio Gold, aren't you? Yeah, exactly, and just hoping no one swears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which is Don't the big interview Eiffel at all, Janssen, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but, but yeah, you're right, you know, them being in the same division, actually, yeah, yeah. Would, would probably spark them off against each other. Yeah. But I think the fact that, and this is something that we do, and, and again, in Sheffield, this isn't something that they do down there, and they've got six clubs, bear in mind, not just three, they've got yeah. six clubs co- to cover. They don't keep the pundits on the phone-in. The phone-in is the presenter speaking to the, yeah. the fans. I, I think it's important that we keep the pundits on the phone-in because people want to be able to come on and challenge Matt Glennon over his views on Van La Parra. I've caused it other way, yeah, famously. Yeah, exactly. You know, People want to be able to do that. And I think it's our... As the BBC, for me, we should be there as the voice of the public and we should be allowing those voices on, not just basing all of our post-match reaction on texts and tweets yeah. because ultimately again with the fact that a lot of our listenership is is of the older generation they're not going to be involved with with Twitter and social media I, therefore we need honest. to give everybody that platform whether they're a 10 year old kid as we've had a couple of youngsters phone yeah. up who's going to his first game or yeah. whether it's a 90 year old guy who's you know in yeah. his in his 50th season watching a football yeah. club they I all think, need to be able I to have that platform the trouble is with the texts and tweets you, know, you don't know of course you there could be wind up could be wind up like that on Twitter yeah. day in day out so you you don't know. But Neither some would say be. the callers could be as well. And in, and in Sheffield, every so often, you'd get a caller that you knew was a Sheffield yeah. United fan talking about Sheffield Wednesday because yeah, they wanted yeah. to stoke it up. Yeah. That can happen. But it's our job then as the presenters to almost have yeah. a bit of a trained ear to that and, yeah. and try and spot them and make sure you I move think on you probably quickly. Would. Yeah, I think, I think it, it, it's fairly easy bit, to do, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I think the message is that how it is at the minute is here to stay, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We're, I mean, we always review everything embrace that we're it, doing. Embrace it. Every single programme that we do gets in. reviewed on the BBC. You know? yeah. So you're always looking at it. But ultimately, I think it's really important that we have the voices of the fans on the show. And phone up, give us a call, give us a try. That's all we ask you to do. Yeah. Come on and have a conversation with us. Like, I'm having a conversation with you guys. It is literally the same as what yeah, we're doing now. Yeah. It is you coming on telling us what you thought to the game. Ultimately, you're the ones that are paying to go watch these games. Yeah. You're the ones who are travelling hundreds of miles up and down the country to do it. Come on and give us a call and have a chat with us. And, you know, Matt Glennon would love to chat to other town fans. He does. I, I was with him last night and we were talking about a few show ideas. And, you know, he was saying, oh, I think it's great. I think it's fantastic that we can get on to the fans and actually speak to them, those who want to come on and have a chat with us. And it's important that you do, you know. So, again, the message is, yeah, pick up the phone, give us a call. So is Matt on every week, or is he any plans to rotate him as a Matt a DM is Mr. Huddersfield Town for us. So him and Oggy uh, work together incredibly well. Um, you know, Matt Glennon, I can tell you, and this is an exclusive for you here. Listen to this. Yes. Matt Glennon is going to be having his own Monday night show. 
So he will be with you every Monday night from uh, the 5th of November, so obviously ahead of the Fulham game. That's when he's going to be uh, on from 6 o'clock, and every Monday night he'll be with you between 6 and 7. Not just talking about Huddersfield Town, in the same way that Noel Whelan on a Friday talks about all three of the clubs and then yeah. other wider issues within football. Matt will be doing the same on a Monday, so we were bouncing a few ideas around about that last night. So Excellent. it's an exclusive for you. Excellent, so I'll look forward to that, definitely. I'll look forward to giving him a ring. <laughs> Do like it. Chatting Van La Parra. <laughs> So you mentioned Twitter and, and other mm. mediums and how do you find, so, so I say back when Cosy's on about Pulse there, you know, I remember the yeah. Pulse, I used to try and ring in for Pulse penalties every week and because I lived in, in BD, you know, in a Bradford area near you, Neil, every time I rang up, they always used to think, oh, he's a Bradford fan on a wind-up here. <laughs> yeah. And it was quite good, ding-dong, there was a, a real rivalry where there's a whole Jeffrey Richmond thing kicking off there. It was, it was, it was good. Um, so moving on from that, pretty much radio, telephone, the only devices and the only inputs that people have to get in touch, apart from send letters, but I don't think anybody does that anymore, does it? Oh. How have platforms such as Twitter, internet radio, social media itself, mm. how have they impacted upon how popular the station is? And do you find that you have to spread yourself across the board, such as uh, stream it on Facebook, stream it on Twitter, Periscope, etc., etc.? Yeah. How hard is it now to get radio leads and, and, and you know Matt Glennon's new show, how hard is it to get it out there with so many platforms offering content? I think that when when you come to Twitter and the likes, they are a tool of the trade now. You know, but that's what I see them as. You know, it's somewhere where you can get news out there, you can try and judge opinion. But again, like I say, that's I think something that's maybe getting a little bit less important to try and judge opinion via Twitter because I, I do think it's more of a negative platform than a, than a positive platform There's personally. Yeah, That's my take on it. And, you, you know, I've seen quite a few people recently saying I'm coming off of it because of X, Y, and Z because it's, you know, you it, affects people, it affects people's mental health. So you can't always, yeah, yeah, you can't always make a, a really good point in the short space absolutely. that Twitter gives you, can you? Yeah, absolutely. Which again is another reason I want people to call us because it's much easier to have a conversation, a proper conversation yeah. via that you know format than it is to, to do it on Twitter. It's it's certainly a tool of the trade. Um, it's something that we can use to try and get the message out there of what we're doing. This is what shows on now. This is what's going to be coming up next. This is what we've got a little bit later on, all that kind of stuff. Um, so there's all these kinds of things that we can be you know, certainly looking at. But I think ultimately it comes down to the fact that we are a radio station. So, you know, we have to make sure we're trying to drive people back to listen to the radio station. Yeah. You know, we can do little Facebook videos, but it's quality over quantity for me on them. Let's make them really good. Let's make them less often. You see, I, I, I just don't associate Facebook with radio leads. No. If I want to listen to radio leads and I've missed it, the, the, you've either got it live as you, as it's on yeah. or it's iPlayer stuff. Yeah. And that, but that's so, what the iPlayer's there for. The iPlayer stuff's brilliant. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Because if, if I can't listen to the football hour one night. Yeah. I'll wait what Mrs. have gone to bed. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Well, it's the same with me. I, I listen to I listen to a, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to a lot of radio, obviously, and and I listen to a lot of it on demand when I want to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, not not people aren't. You know, it's not linear anymore. People don't sit down to listen to things no, over long periods. Don't. They might do for live sport. That's one thing yeah. that live sport probably does that no other format does anymore. You know, but it, it is it's almost our own version of podcasting. Yeah. You know, that's what the iPlayer is. It gives you another chance yeah, to listen it to it whenever yeah, you want. Good. And and you know, we can still do podcasts and we are going to do some podcasts and the likes. But it is certainly I think social media is something you have to be careful with. Uh, but I think it can be used if used in the right way, yeah. And one thing, Cosa, you've you've mentioned as well is you're looking at threats to local radio as well. So Sky Sports have started streaming yeah. recently. Yeah, obviously, yeah. 
in what's that division that's streaming championship oh I remember them that division yeah, yeah, don't, uh, don't forget that I'm really big time now I need deal in Liverpool at home but no uh, yeah I've been watching it from afar with a bit of interest really in that mm. as well I mean Johnny you could never mind I suppose there's obviously illegal streams which is a massive threat to you all I know we've chatted about it kind of off you know when we've had a drink and interesting now pretty much every Premier League even though they say it's not everybody can get access to it they know where to go for yeah. it there's even pubs and I know they're saying they're going to shut everything down but that's not happening so you've got that and then obviously this has appeared and that and the one thing that really interested me was the so we knew it would come in this season the midweek games and then all of a sudden for the I don't know if it happened this international weekend but I know it happened the other one because the accurate and chairman went nuts they decided on a Saturday afternoon at three o'clock which is a blanket uh, you know, kind of period that's come up there, and and eleven sports who I'm a Spanish subscriber to the La Liga, they've in the last three or four match days they've gone, you know, forget that blanket. They're showing Barcelona Real Madrid games at three o'clock, yeah. and the Premier League, they must obviously have found a loophole because obviously Radrizani who's kind of heads that up. So I suppose all that is. Do you see that as a threat, or can you use it maybe to your advantage, Johnny? Because it's happening. You're not naive enough to not to know that. No, well, what's exactly, your plan yeah. B, mate? On that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a radio audience that we have is very different to a TV audience. You know, there are there are people who will want to sit down and listen to the radio whilst they're pottering around doing bits and pieces. You know, in an afternoon, and and ultimately, our audience are at games. You know, like you said yeah. yourself, you, you barely hear the commentaries because you're at the yeah, games. Yeah. And that and that's part of it. And and that has always been the case. You know, some of the biggest games that I've commentated on will have been some of the smallest audiences that I've broadcast to because you've been at Wembley covering a game when everybody's supporting that club's at Wembley and those who aren't yeah. are watching it on the telly. Yeah. So it's And even the, the floaters would listen to it yeah. as well. Aren't yeah, it's exactly. One, you know, yeah. so it's a big game for you and your personal career and for the football yeah. club and all that kind of stuff, but your audience is probably tiny because yeah. of the fact that they're all there and all at the match as they should be. Yeah. So in terms of Sky showing these games behind the red button and all the midweekers, I'm not a fan of it, of course. I would say that because I work in radio. Um, but I can understand why supporters like it because they get the option to be able to watch any game they want. I've I've not seen any of it myself because obviously I'm out at games, but I've heard mixed reviews about the quality of it. Single cam, mm. some of it is, no replays, poor commentary I've heard as well. Can I be sad, Johnny? And, I could uh, be wrong, but... I had, let's just say, I was bored last Tuesday flicking about my uh, system, shall we say, and I bumped into the... I, know, I don't I know that, that so means. sad. Bradford <laughs> Oldham. This honestly... In the, you didn't. I did. But, like but the really one thing that was striking, game, apart from obviously there were no one there and Oldham were pretty good, which shocked me in that as well, but they used your commentary. And I think, is that a deal that Bratford have got to play on? What's it called? I I follow. I follow. So yeah. is that... So that was via, deal? yeah. If that yeah. was via the football club's website, yeah. then yeah, that is the deal that's in place. So if Huddersfield got relegated, then they will be using kind of Oggy and Matt yeah. for a championship. Yeah, it'd be, it'd, be our, right, yeah okay. it'd be our coverage. It'd you be see, our the, coverage. the thing where it'll kill it is... Like me and Matt were talking before before we started, we said like, say we go down and we've got Rotherham away mm. next year on a Tuesday night, and you're having a stinker at work, and you're not going to get out on time, yeah. are you going to break your neck yep. to actually get there for the game? Or are you going to go? Oh, sorry, I, I, I watch you on TV. I think that, it's a very that, dangerous game. Yeah, I, I think I this is like a very it. dangerous I don't like path. That the the and let's hey, let's not blame Sky for this. 
let's blame the Football League for this because they're the ones that are allowing this to happen yeah. ultimately, and yeah. they're the ones they're the custodians of the product. Pound notes. Yeah, and and so that's that's the issue. Sky, of, of course, given the option of going to do this, of are, yeah. so you can't blame Sky for it. Mm, no. For me, it's a very worrying path that they're going down, yeah. and some of the bigger clubs will be able to hold their own with their iFollow services, charging £10 a game. Some yeah. of the big big clubs will. But as an example as to those that won't, Sheffield Wednesday recently refused to do a deal with BBC Radio Sheffield for a new commentary deal. And they said, no, we'll put it behind the paywall and we'll charge one, yeah, yeah, we'll charge yeah. people 10.99 or, or whatever the fee was, put it behind the paywall and then we'll get an upsurge in turn because it won't be on BBC Radio Sheffield anymore. Well, they didn't get an upsurge in people taking that up. And two months later, they went back and renegotiated Can't and did a deal for the exact same amount of money that was originally offered. So it just shows that even clubs the size of Sheffield Wednesday think that they will get that massive surge in, in, yeah. in um, people going via the website and Pe- they didn't get it. People won't be blatantly mugged off and No, Neil, off. and it's funny you should say that. I see some of the feedback because these I... I learn, God, is some of work is that, but these I follow things... They don't show any replays. No. So the goal's gone. And people, now that some of the streaming stuff, the ice hockey do a lot of these webcasts, but it's, honestly, it's like watching BBC. It's brilliant. Replays everything. And people are paying 10, 11 quid. Now, they don't mind doing it for top quality mm. service. Mm. Some of this stuff that, I mean, it's got past the stage now where we can watch a game on, you know, kind of a streaming service, which it is. They were, people, if people are paying 10, 11 pounds, they want to watch They top want quality, quality, yeah. So they won't, yeah. they won't be subscribed. It'd be interesting to see where it goes because it's going to mean the club's, I mean, I know kind of Leeds don't use your commentary, do no. they? They use their own. So maybe they're kind of, obviously, Radrizani, that's his kind of, you know, his business, really, and that, that he gets involved with media. So I'm, it'll be interesting to see where it all ends up. But I don't know about you next year, Neil. I mean, I, I'm a bad example because I'd probably go to Bournemouth on a Tuesday night if we went down, whatever. But I I don't think I'd pay £11 to watch a, a stream... Burton Huddersfield nah. and no I'd rather not unless it's a yeah. good quality I'd, I'd, I'd rather chuck 20 quid petrol in the car mm. and go spend 25 quid on a ticket and be mm. there yeah. yeah but are you we can't, you can't compare it but are we the the dying breed man well you'll, you'll see because say we are away at Burton next year on a Tuesday night there'll be 600 in the way and instead mm-hmm. of 1500 is what creates the atmosphere a lot of the yeah. time. And if those numbers are dwindling... Which they will. Which they will. It's, it's going to impact the atmosphere. You know, yeah, Wolves are away. Are, are Ipswich fans going to travel on a Wednesday mm. night when they can watch it every week on telly? You know, Wolves away, mate, is going to be a great example. It's almost like a... It's a, a practice trial. run. It's almost it, like a practice yeah. run on that yeah, Sunday. Because I, I Wait, think I, we all I, know I, what's going to happen. I don't think we'll take a thousand down no, there for the Sunday afternoon, four o'clock. Obviously, we didn't for the playoffs clinching season, but yeah, that for me that is it because people are just going to say it's not a great away day, not a great city. No offence to from Wolverhampton to go, yeah. and that's so what's, what's the incentive. What's also interesting, you'll know more about this, Cosy, because of the fact that you spend half a year some up in Spain. Is that <laughs> cut that out, that, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> pay, pay my taxes. <laughs> is that is that the the big clubs in Spain have their own broadcast deals, don't they? Yeah, and and. It wouldn't surprise me if, if someone such as Mr. Adrozani at Leeds, he's with his 11 it. sports... He's trying, isn't he? He certainly isn't a fan of Sky. No. Uh, and if you've seen any of the games recently, the Leeds ones, which I'm sure none of your listeners have, 
because why would they? Um, but Eleven Sports was at one stage on all of the electronic boards around the Ellen Road pitch mm. whilst the game has been shown on Sky, which didn't go down well. But I can kind of get his point, though. It's his business. He's got a point, though. He's got a point, lads. Yeah, and it's not but let me popular but, but on the, it. the point being that I could see a time in the not-too-distant future where some of the clubs, the bigger clubs in the country, in the Premier League, top end of the Premier League, will start pushing for their own deals because well, they will feel they can sell it around the world. Le- Leeds are on. 20-odd times a season. Yeah, they're nearly and, at that and, number and, already. And we're yeah. on half that many in Premier League. Yeah. Mm. And, and out of the money that we get absolutely dwarfs what they get. Well, the, the stat that um, that came out last week was that Leeds get 7 point, I think it was 2 million for being on the telly last year and they were on, uh, like you say, 20 times or so. Yeah. The team's relegated from the Premier League. Relegated. 100 million. 100 million. Much, yeah. yeah. It's, it's different yeah. ball game, isn't it? So you can understand, yeah. as as a man who owns you know a media company, why you'd be a little bit aggrieved yeah. that that is the case. Yeah. Doesn't mean that Premier League Two is the right option, though. I've got to say that it's, it's quite not. funny what they've done in Spain because there is obviously a massive difference in TV money. But the the president of the league kind of had a look at it and he's given more money to the you know kind of to the other teams you know apart from Barca and Real Madrid. But the gap, percentage-wise, is still the same. It's just that they've got kind of more money and that as well. So there's nothing's really changed, really. It's just that they've got a little bit more money to maybe buy from, you know, other leagues and, and things like that. So the teams are spending a bit more money on other players. But, it, I mean, the, the Premier League, as we it, know, Neil, it's, it's like, as it is now, it's so obvious, you know, top five, six. More well, TV money for look, TV look is going to kill the, it even the more Chelsea now. chairman put out some quite derogatory comments last week or week before. Basically saying it's all about the top six and they're not bothered what happens to teams below and try to sort of umbrella themselves as a top six mm. brand. And it, yeah. It's on. true. It, it, it's true. It is true. And it's because it, no one it, cares about it, 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 it's happening without it actually yeah. being... Or does Phil V full of it? Let's be honest, in a few weeks. Come on. On a Monday on night, Monday on night. Monday who's night going to be watching that? Nobody. Apart from Huddersfield and Fulham fans. fans. are out travelling. Well, yeah, but they'll, they'll it, it, ticks, it ticks for Sky. Style, mate, and they'll switch it off. But it ticks for Sky having Fulham's game, one of their games, and having one of Huddersfield yeah. games. Because yeah. they've got to have so many. Yeah. So it ticks that off on a Monday night, yeah. on bonfire night. I think that's unfair. I think it's really unfair to the town fans and the Fulham fans, personally. Because I think that'll be a good game, Johnny. At least it's a proper game to watch and it's going to be a contest. I mean, we'll come on to the Liverpool game later on, but... Come on. It'll cause but, umpteen. You know, yeah. They don't. They don't think about the umpteen no. family arguments and stuff that they're going to cause. Because no, no. they're going to split families that night. Because little lads going to want to go to football, and daughters. Sounds very sexy. This daughters want to go and go watch to a firework display or vice versa. Where's Barry Rubery when you need him? <laughs> the things that they do as a family, yeah. and all of a sudden Monday night and Sky throws Spanish It's evolving so quick as this kind of. Thing though, you know, the, the stream and everything. I, this but then time you, you feel harsh complaining, don't you? Because it's yeah. helped us sign players that are worth 10, 12, 15 yep. million quid. Yeah. So it's. Apparently. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's, there's, there's two ways of looking at it, isn't there? And where, if we do get relegated, we're not in a bad position, are we? Hmm. Okay, yeah, I'll speak now. Good <laughs> job. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, great. I so what? Are you going to put kettle on? I've been, I've gone. So my my only my only problem with the way uh, football's going, I I have a bit of a <coughs> bee in my bonnet about how football is portrayed in the media, and I I find that everything is is tilted and heavily weighted towards the top six, and I think subconsciously it, it 
alters people's perceptions as well. So Cosby's kind of said, who cares about Huddersfield and Fulham? And that's because people are conditioned, I think, to think that way. Mm. Um, Burnley and Huddersfield is probably one of the most unglamorous, is unglamorous the word, but it's we're, the least we're, glamorous we're, game. We're a, we're a spot on the backside, aren't we? Basically. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, we are, aren't we? It shocked, it shocked me, lads. I, I thought coming in, I'd, maybe naive, I thought everyone would care, but they just don't. And, and it, it's made me really sad. It's like, Huddersfield, Liverpool, let's be honest, they build, I can tell you what Beatty Spot are going to do now. They'll get in there, they'll have a big interview with Jurgen Klopp, they'll probably have a, a James Milner, they'll show up, Liverpool warming up, and then, by the way, there's Lauren de Potter and he's got a goal against Chelsea. And that'll be it. And your yeah, game will, will be, be on. Yeah, then your, your post-match with Jay Comfrey will be exactly the same. Liverpool fans. Oh, we've got David Ragney. Yeah, how did it go against your old mate? And, and just let, like, let's be fair. Rubbish, the only reason that we're on against Liverpool is the Wagner-Klopp connection because they they're they yeah. not, they're not yeah. bright yeah. enough to think of yeah. something else. It's that. But this is my problem. This is the bias that it shows. And then people just give up. You know, So eventually Huddersfield aren't going to build a new mm-hmm. fan base by having... Having this kind of like almost scornful outlook from Sky and, and media, you know, no one's gonna really. It's not cool to. But be that's a, but that also fan. is therefore why the locals, such as ourselves, are so important to the yeah. football clubs. Nice. And that sure, isn't yeah. me. That isn't me just bigging up the the job we pay. I mean, I mean the it's local true, papers yeah. as well. You know, and papers are in in huge bother at the minute, yeah, more so than more so than local BBC radio. You know, mm. but it is why they are so vitally important for that link between the community. And the clubs, and again, you know, the the reason why we want listeners to give us a call and, and be on air is because we we are part of the community. You know, the only difference yeah. between me sitting there and hosting the radio show and one of you guys doing it is yeah. that I just wanted to go down the media path at a young age and, and followed it. That's yeah, the only yeah. difference. That's yeah, the yeah. only difference. Yeah. Doesn't mean I know anything more about football than you guys. I probably know less. So it, it doesn't. <laughs> it, it, You've do you know what I mean? Pretty well so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's it's no different, and but it's why the link between the football clubs and the local media outlets is so important because yeah. Huddersfield aren't going to get the same coverage well, on Sky I th- TV. I, th- I think that's why there's been changes at our local paper, shall we say? There have been, haven't they? Yeah, I, a little yeah. bit before my arrival, but I'm fully yeah, fully briefed. I'm not surprised. Yeah, fully briefed yeah, on complete that. shambles, and I think that's uh, that needed to change and has changed. Johnny, I've got an interesting question for you, one I mentioned earlier, but we've mentioned about Premier League. Is the Premier League, from what you've experienced, because I don't, mm. not having a dig, but obviously we've not experienced with Leeds or Sheffield clubs, but do you think it's all it's cracked up to be from your experience from you broadcasting into the game? I know there's going to be more people at your presses pre-match and what have you, but I, I'm left feeling a little bit underwhelmed by it all. Really? Is that because you're in a second season now? Or? No, I hate aspects of the Premier League as well. I don't really? know. Yeah, do, really have do. you come in and think, wow, this you know, wow, this is Premier League. What well, obviously you've well, noticed I've, our grounds transformed and, and stuff. And, yeah, it has, but what? not media-wise, really. I mean, no. the, the press. I suppose the press room has. That's maybe yeah. So the press room has, and it is a massive upgrade on what there was before. So fully fair credit because they they realised the football club. They were what about going the to standard have of the football? Amounts of people there. You did the Everton game. What about the standard of the football, mate? Have you thought, wow, this is top quality? Or uh, not really? No, not particularly. Yeah. Um, I think that the the Huddersfield Cardiff game is one of the worst games I've watched oh. for a long, long time. Um, yeah. And I came away from that game thinking those two are going to struggle to not be the bottom two. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. 
At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football this season if they yeah. play it in that style. Because I think the following day was Everton West Ham, I think was the following day, and I watched that on the telly. West and it was played Ham, at just yeah, a yeah. different yeah. pace to what the, the yeah. game... And I get that there was probably you know, a fear of losing rather than a, a need to win in yeah. the, the Huddersfield-Cardiff game. I, I get that. So that probably had an impact on it. Um, I have I was at the, the Spurs game. I went to Goodison as well. I was at the, the Chelsea game. Um, you certainly see some incredible talented footballers and at times you do see some lovely stuff that when I then compare it to going and watching Leeds in the championship or, or going and watching Bradford in, in League One or as I was the other night at Checker Trades, um, there's certainly a massive gulf of a difference there. Um, but is it, is it is it the be all and end all? Is it what it's all cracked up to be? Do you know what I miss? It's nice going to Arsenal and likes it on, in the press-wise because you get sweets and nice food and all that yeah. kind of stuff and we tend to judge it on what food you get in the media yeah. but... Yeah, I, I kind of see what, what you mean. I'm surprised that you're underwhelmed by it, though. I'm surprised by that. I, I love it. I, I like the fact that we've got there and we're, and we're, we're sort of living it and you do see all these great players. The one thing I do miss is the amount of games. Every other week's an international break. Yeah. And you get going and you stop. Too many you get going and you stop. Yeah. Midweeks yeah. And midweeks, yeah. Yeah. There's, no, there's nothing to break your week up. You used to love yeah. getting home, it's two five o'clock. Yeah. Straight out at door to wherever, flying down M1 or yeah, yeah, just yeah, nipping yeah. to yeah. home ground. And it, we've got that local derby against Bournemouth coming up. Though, we right? have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've just, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've just today rotated that. So myself and uh, and Paul Ogden and Matt Glennon will be on our way. We'll be following yeah, you down there. Hello, lads, please. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let well, you know where we are afterwards. <laughs> it, it's, it's stuff like that that that's just beyond ridiculous. Scheduling yeah. Bournemouth against Huddersfield for yeah. a midweek. Yeah, it's bizarre. And I remember last year the game we directly like the championship as well. Yeah. yeah, but directly before Christmas last year, the last Saturday before Christmas were away at Southampton, and this year, the last Saturday before Christmas were at home at Southampton. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, we touched yeah, that. It's just bonkers. Isn't it's not, it? that, it's that not a be... random fixture computer, is it? No, yeah. that's just absolutely ridiculous. We touched on last pod, but football snobbery, yeah. Johnny, and mm. you. Opinion on it? I there's such snobbery in the Premier League. It's oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's it's horrible. It's miles more than yeah. I ever thought. When you see it in your face, and Burnley fans were singing, "No one likes us," and a lot of other fans didn't get what they mean. But I totally get it. When they qualify for Europe, mate, some of their stuff on on the Twitter, there were people tweeting pictures mm. of boarded up shop windows. This is Bert. You know when Olympiacos came over, they were trying to like jazz it up, saying we're glad to be here. But just the snobbery, and then. Oh, I absolutely hate it. It's almost like it's divine, right, for six teams, seven teams, and the rest of us. I know, in fact, we are making up the numbers and league points and what have you, but it's it's horrible. It's almost, yeah. you just watch the BT Spot cover on Saturday, it'll almost be like, yeah, Huddersfield, what's the point? Because it's yeah, all what, about Liverpool. What are they doing here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and that stuff, it shocked me more. I knew well, we'd get where, it, where, it's where more than I thought. Sideshow Saturday, and we're yeah. at home. Yeah. With Sideshow, it's a fact. And that, that's, yeah. that's my beef with the Premier League. Yeah. 
the, that... the snobbery, you're right. Snobbery is the way to put it. You know, it, it is. If you're not in the Premier League, it's almost looks looks down. I bet you'll get it, John. You know, don't you from local radio? Oh, there'll be yeah. like Chinese media companies and American people broadcasting out of the stations. It's more the, it's more the, the grounds. It's stuff. not even the Americans and the and the Canadians and and is the Danish. It's, it's, it's even... the Brits. It's the you know it's, it's the the big it... names oh, yeah, as yeah. such in British yeah, broadcasting. Yeah. Who at times some are great, some are fantastic. I'm not yeah. going to name yeah. any individuals on any front. Some are fantastic. Some do look at you. What you're a local. Yeah. You're, you're local yeah. radio, are you? Uh, yeah. Not bothered. Not, you know, so, it's, it's, so it's, it's not like you've done... They're judging you very much yeah, how talented judged as a Premier League Yeah, absolutely. Team. Absolutely. You know, at times. And, and like I say, not all of them, but certain ones you do get a yeah. bit of attitude from and other ones you'll get really friendly response from. And if you go and speak to them, they'll have a nice chat with you. Yeah. You know, it all just depends on... That's what are you, like, like going to dish the dirt on who? Approach. Gonna... No names <laughs> shall be mentioned. <laughs> That's why I like... You never know, I might have to work for them. Press pause. Dean's so calm about it, because like when there were a lot of stuff put that to... Johnny, when you did that one-on-one with him, but it's like he just says it is what it is, and he always does because like people have always mentioned about Huddersfield Small Club, whatever. Mm. Yeah. It is what it is. I've just part of me wonders when the microphones are turned off and like what is going on. Like I'm sick of so, so and so, <laughs> but he's just really calm about it. And yeah, I think maybe we should be a little bit more. But it has it has shocked me and disappointed me really because English football were. maybe always well like that. Maybe I'm just naive, but no, yeah. I don't think it was. Yeah, honestly, I'll be, I'll be honest though. When the day arrives and we're playing Swindon on, on a Tuesday night <laughs> and there's 12,000 there again, you'll look back and you'll 12, go, even that. Remember uh, with eight man you? <laughs> I don't want to go you down, Neil, but... Yeah, but you won't change it, though. You won't change it. Yeah. It's all about those experiences. Yeah. Like you say, it's not all about being in the Premier League year in, year out and finishing mid-table. No, no. It's about those experiences it, it, it's of... It's those Tuesdays away at Yorville yeah. and what have you that make You've got to suffer now. the lows to, to feel those yeah. highs. And I totally agree. There's people who slate us now as own fans... You know that we're we're rubbish. We're this. We're that. We're the. This is best it's been. Come on. Yeah. You know we're, we're fighting in a totally mm-hmm. unparalleled league. Yeah. It, you know we we are us and Cardiff. And remember, just down the road, there's a generation of fans yeah. who have never seen what you guys are seeing. Exactly. Yeah. You know, fourteen years. Yeah, yeah. You know that yeah. there's kids who have never even seen it. Don't even have any clue no. what it is like. I mean, you, you've mentioned it before, Matt, on the air that you know. Being a northern team clearly doesn't help either no. because people absolutely fawn over Bournemouth. I, yeah, there's I think there's a, there every week. Yeah. I, would, I would say there's a, this, there's there's a, 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 a huge... billionaire funding them. It's not, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, not, exactly. it's not little local businessmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. broke yeah. FFP getting promoted. Yeah. You know, and then got fined five million. Yeah. Come on. Well, but what you pick, probably pick up there, Johnny. I think you know Leeds are going to get back up there. People want to hear it, but the the goalpost has totally changed since they were down in two thousand. They'll just yeah. think they're going to come up and it's like hit the top six, and it's going to oh. take ridiculous. No. Man, they're just going to be making up the numbers like we are, and that's yeah. where the games yeah. change. Yeah, you get your Leicesters and your Burnleys now and again, but it's it's moved on so much that Everton are a good club to judge it on because I think they think. They should be better than they are. They're not happy just to be 10th. And we should have won there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're just having a go. I mean, Johnny, you did Everton. Game. Yeah. We, so many games, you're not getting much ball in. But the Everton Burnley games, we walked out of there. We didn't win either of them. We got two points. Um, but we, I was buzzing. I just thought we had a go, yeah. and that's all you can ask from your team. We Some of the come other out games, of those two games with four yeah. points, yeah, at least. Yeah. And, and you can't and knock it. What I want to say about the Everton game as well is that was my first taste of Huddersfield away fans in the Premier League. And I thought they were amazing that yeah, day. Phenomenal. Over on the far side from yeah, where we yeah. were, making the noise throughout, yeah. all the way through. You yeah. know, I, I thought, and that isn't me just coming on a Huddersfield podcast and buttering you yeah. guys up. I thought it was an incredible atmosphere made by the Huddersfield fans. That, that that, that's the one thing that has been 
constantly praised since we've come up, to be fair, is our fans from opposing fans, both home and away, because the atmosphere generated it. It's slightly dipped a little bit this season, shall we say, but last mm. last season was ridiculous. We had a Spurs fan phone us um, after the game and he was driving back home and, and he phoned us just to come on and say, fair play to the town fans. They were incredible this afternoon, especially that last 15 minutes yeah. when losing a game 2-0 down, yeah. down, most people would go home, yeah. but the atmosphere was brilliant. Yeah, and was. and I've been there, you know, I, I was covering the club back in League One and know what it was like back then and, and it is it is a whole world away yeah. now. So yeah, just a quick question I'd ask you, John, is that you, you went to the Everton game. How yeah. did you see the actual game panning out? How did you think what did I expect? Yeah. What, beforehand or as it... As it as uh, it no, during the game, on. how do you think Town coped and how do you think they played? Do you think they might have... Because you're, you're the neutral. Do you yeah, think they yeah. deserve something? Or? Yeah, I thought oh, I thought you were more than valid a point and you could and maybe should have had three in that yeah. game. You know, it was one where... It was built up quite a bit, wasn't it? Because it was heading into the international break. And I think if you hadn't got a point from that one it would have looked and would have, for a couple of weeks, people been thinking, oh, look yeah. where we are now at so many games in. What was it, four or five games in? You know, look where we are. And, and I think that point and the performance lifted everybody for those two weeks. So that's the impression I got anyway. You guys can probably the reason, tell me The more. reason I asked that is because the, the national media narrative was that Huddersfield packed the bus and didn't come no, out of their own no, half. I, and, I, and this is what... That's, well, that's, this is that's what not the case, is it? We were, we were there. That, that wasn't the case. Mm. You know, that and I think it was the it. national BBC said Huddersfield pretty much put a back 10 across and then showed absolutely absolutely no ambition and no i i don't agree with yeah. that i think i think the when we got the lineup i think we looked at it and thought it's a little bit negative safe yeah safe yeah. that's one way of putting <laughs> yeah. it yeah it's a little bit safe but it do, but it doesn't mean that you that, that Huddersfield didn't have a goal that day no you know it's horses for courses you're away from home against yeah. everton you're not going to go there and play you know two centre-halves and shove everybody out wide and, you know, leave yourselves open in the middle. Like, you're not going to do it. Why, why would you? You'd be naive and daft to do that. Johnny, you go back to the atmosphere you mentioned now about our away fans, our own fans. I remember a few years ago, you asked me to phone in, kind of bring in a bit of a Spanish angle, ultras atmosphere, singing. When section. I was in Sheffield, yeah. Yeah, and obviously Huddersfield had just kind of, you know, early days of kind of bringing the, yeah. you know, as it is now, Cowshed, Lol, North Stand, Lol, what have you. And you kind of, I remember you ripping me a little bit and I got a few tweets from some Sheffield like Tim Pot, this, that and the other. Now, yeah, forget the clapper's been done to death and we've got our own views on that. But you've seen what, you know, the South Stand is yeah. producing. A morgue of a ground, in my opinion, before you, we used to chat about how quiet it used to be. Absolutely, yeah. Have you changed your opinion on, on having kind of a, of a singing ultra area yeah. behind the goal? Because... You probably haven't seen Crystal Palace, although theirs has kind of, I think, subsided a little bit. But have you? Would if I wrong again, would you say, Cosy, you, you were right and I I've, wrong? I've, I wouldn't say I've changed my opinion on organised fun uh, because I'm not a fan of that just in general. Whether that's goal music or anything like that, I'm not a fan of that in general. However, you make a good point that the atmosphere at the John Smith now is the best I've certainly ever seen it without doubt and that doesn't that's doesn't matter whether you're playing Chelsea or whether you're playing Tottenham or it's playing Cardiff yeah. yeah that the, the cowshed loyal are doing an incredible job and making a fantastic noise and are very much needed I think for Huddersfield last you guys will be able to tell me more than about last year how much of an impact that atmosphere had on results at up. home yeah, yeah exactly so so have I changed my opinion yeah maybe maybe I've changed my opinion a little bit doesn't mean that if another club suddenly went, do you know what? We're going to have an organised singing section. I, I wouldn't roll my eyes because <laughs> I probably would. Yeah, I'd yeah. probably still roll my eyes and go, oh God. But I think the Huddersfield fans have taken it on board, adopted it quite well. 
you know, the German model as such. I've, the I've always the been against I think that's quite, I think it's fake quite noise. Well. Yeah. I don't like drums. Yeah. The worst. <laughs> the England band. Here we go. Sheffield Wednesday band. <laughs> going to England Sheffield games. Wednesday fans don't like the Sheffield oh, Wednesday band. I hate it. I don't like the clappers, but to be fair, those now, they're almost, get, them, get more in, get them even louder because it just... <laughs> Jesus, that many people off. It winds so many people up. And we're just used to them. I don't like them, no. but I'm used to them. Yeah. I'll tell you what's yeah. interesting. It, we, it, we've just, it, boil, it boils a lot Fulham. of uh, bodily fluids. Fulham, Southampton and Leicester have had them, but they don't seem to get half the publicity. Because I no. think people are bitter. Because everyone goes on And Leicester have goal music as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm not a fan. These are the team who won Leicester won a Premier League win, but nothing yeah. to be said. I think it's a bit of jealousy because people are saying, oh, it's the atmosphere, it's the atmosphere. And clappers, like they a like drum it. and yeah. goal music. I hate the clappers, yeah. but English is. champions. Yeah, it's, it, it <laughs> it's the way to go, isn't it? We just need to add goal music. See, if you're listening, Dean Oil, goal music, no, we're going to be English Dean, champions. No. <laughs> I am only joking. I hate no. goal music. Johnny, it's we mentioned palace. Dean there. You had him in... Yeah. What has been your kind of... I mean, that hour, obviously, he must have had a bit of... Off the record, what's your dealings with Dean Oil? You must have heard so much about him. Obviously, without him, we wouldn't be where we are today. He's a god in Huddersfield's hands eyes. What's yeah, he's your great. dealings with, with yeah, him? Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, he is a local guy who has the club right at the centre of his heart. Yeah. And that, I think, is all any football fans of any football club can dream of. Yeah. You know, look at the messes that have happened down the road, you know, from, from having people who aren't associated with the football club. And... I think, you know, when he came in for that hour, and I've interviewed him a number of times before, but quite a few years, you know, back down the line. But when he came in for that hour, he's so open and honest, and he tells it exactly as it is. He tells people just enough that they need to know, but obviously he's a businessman, so he's going to keep certain stuff to himself, which is yeah. absolutely the right way to do it. But what he can tell you, he will tell you. Yeah. And and he I think does. that's the biggest credit to him. It's refreshing. Yeah, it really is. It really is refreshing. We, 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 we are... And look at the work he's done in the community as well. Right. You know, Pedal for Pounds has been announced tonight. He's, you know. he's beyond reproach yeah. as far as we're concerned. Everything yeah. that he does is golden. And, and I'd be interested to see what you guys think of this, but the way that he's planning on taking the club forwards in terms of putting the money into Canal Side, the £20 million investment going in there, yes, some people won't be happy with it because of the fact it's turfing out the public and all that kind of stuff. But I think, I think that's just modern football. That has to happen. But it is such a sensible and correct way to invest the money that Huddersfield Town has it from the Premier League It will League attract era. a better standard of play. It will mean that it isn't just this two-year period that Huddersfield no. Town have in the Premier League. It will mean no. that they are able to compete at the top end of the Championship should they go down. Yeah. They'll be able to compete at the top yeah. end of the Championship for the best players and also they'll have the facilities to be able to keep themselves in that mix well, on a regular basis. It's a basis. no-brainer for me. For me. Yeah. Do you spend £20 million and get a Premier League top-class facility or do you, do you spend it on two £10 million players yeah. and still let Bill and Ben have a pint before yeah. an home game every two weeks? Yeah. We had this conversation in we a couple of weeks ago and yeah. essentially there's a club, and we, we said the same thing, there's a club quite close to here who had two years in the Premier League and didn't invest in the infrastructure and they ended up spending longer in the bottom tier than we have in our yeah. you know, recently and we, than we have in our entire history. I drove past that and we're back from guys the game. Yeah. I just, I'd sort of like, Crackers, I couldn't believe it. It's like, can you imagine And it? it is literally roadside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jack Payne, yeah. I mean, he must think like Canal Side's like Newcamp or something. Well, I mentioned it the way. When he was yeah. on Sunday teams, we had a couple of semi-finals on pitches next to them. Yeah. And this is a Sunday team. Yeah. You know, you're training, playing alongside 
you know, a supposed professional outlet, and they, they, they totally wasted their Just chance. having a legacy for me, Neil. I, I've been itching Absolutely. to see what... Yeah, we've had a few port cameras up, more shots, but if we went down the season, at least, you know, what can remember out of Premier League, you had great memories, but a training ground, for me, that's big, that. Yeah, it might be not me. for some people. That's tangible, it's isn't big it? For that's, me. T- that's, that's almost like tangible success You've for a club that can You've got to have something to show, six. not just a 2-1 win over Man U two years yeah. ago, but, you know, but... By the time it's the memories will always be there, yeah. won't they? Yeah. But, but, but what have you got in Brixton? And that's something's got to work, yeah. yeah. Something's but, got to keep working yeah. for you after the Premier League, doesn't it? And he's making us completely sustainable, but at a bloody good level, yeah, which is crucial. So that leads on to a question as well, Cosy, that I think you had. Which Johnny, you covered Huddersfield in League One, you, yeah. Your favorite ding dong was Stan Turner, yeah. That, <laughs> Remember that gantry, John? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaky legs. How how has the infrastructure changed at Huddersfield from those days by the port cabins to what it is now? How does it look for you now? You've come back and seen what's going on. Well, it's and we're talking about what it might look like in another couple of years' time as well, aren't we? So you know, who knows what it might look like in a couple of years' time? But even Canal side, from the time when I was previously there. You know, when Jordan Rhodes was getting his Player of the Month awards, you know, on the side of the bowling green there. Yeah. And, and, you know, <laughs> and, and what With Doris it, and Mabel behind <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. 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 Shit butter. Yeah. Yeah, good shot, Doris. Good shot. Um, and, and, you know, the way it's grown from then, you know, behind the scenes yeah. and, and the fact that they've got, you know, fingerprint technology and all those little things. Yeah. And, and, you know, we did a show there at the start of the year and I went down there before the season had even kicked off to have a, a meeting as well. And it's, it's just, it, again, it's, it's still got at the moment i think in canal side it's still got that that's that little bit of community to it which yeah. it does have with the bar and all that but i get yeah. why that they're they're bringing that out of it i, I think it's the right choice to do that yeah, I do as well. even though not universally popular yeah. right choice to do it but the club has just dramatically changed over the years and you mentioned the stadium earlier in the atmosphere inside the stadium you called it a morgue and it was you know it was soulless at times and there are other grounds that i go to up and down the country that you walk into and you just don't get any form of a feeling that this is a place where you want to come. No. Now, I think down at the John Smiths and you guys, again, more than I, will get that feeling. You know, when I've gone back this season, when I was at the opening day of the season, I went and had a bit of a mill around outside and there was just this buzz around. And yeah, it might have been that Chelsea are in town. Oh, it's just that people have bought into the football I don't think it might have No, I don't think it would. I think you're right. Could have been Cardiff, could have been whoever. Yeah, it's just that it's got a different feeling around it as the football club now. It really does from when we were first doing... Real radio phone-ins and, you know, it was dark days and you're, you're talking about, oh, it's, we're on an unbeaten yeah. run of 35 games, but Tuesday nights don't count. Don't count those Tuesday nights. Yeah, we don't count Tuesday We don't count the ah, cup games or we games. don't count this. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, so they're not having to do stuff like that anymore no. because the, the club has moved so far forward since then. But it was amazing what Dean said to you because I, I asked the question, you asked it on my behalf about how far is our facilities and he was saying million miles away and, and he said it's been, of sizing up, they've been looking at other clubs. So while we think Canal Side is... And uh, Matt, you were saying it didn't get voted there. What was it? The yeah. So in E Triple P did an audit, I think, back in two thousand and thirteen, uh, and in E Triple P split out you in category one, two, three, four across yeah. the board. And when Ross Wilson was at Huddersfield, Huddersfield's canal side facilities were well not voted, but they came out top in the rankings in uh, category two, right. uh, which included Sheffield Wednesday, Leeds, um, Sheffield United at the time as well, who didn't have the. Uh, Shirecliff Academy. Yeah, they? I don't yeah. think they had that at the time. It's, it's like a big yeah. factory, isn't it, when you go down there? Uh, but yeah, at that time, Huddersfield was yeah. ranked as the and best. Dean says it's nowhere, it's nowhere a million miles away. Yeah, so you wonder. So else. you do wonder. You think 
because I've, I've everyone's been to the Etihad, haven't you? You can walk around the campus there, <laughs> and that is oh, that's, that's next level, isn't yeah. it? But that, no one's going to get close to that. But, no. but you over do in British how... town, I've had a training pitch with a little stand outside. <laughs> Come on, that, yeah. that's Udersfield Town. <laughs> to be fair, when Ken Davy was there, you'd have probably thought that's our new home ground. Do you, yeah, you, think, <laughs> do you think as well, though, this is an interesting one that let's say, and we hope it doesn't happen, let's say Udersfield do go down, let's say the, the canal side is developed with the money that's meant to be put in it. What do you think that would hold for the future of the, the youth element at Huddersfield Town? You know, Because that's been a controversial aspect as well, hasn't it? Do you think down the line, because we see teams like Sheffield United and the young players that they've had come through and move on, and the money that you can get from doing that yeah. isn't small change, is it? So do you think that is also in the thoughts as well, moving forwards? We might all differ on this one, but at the time that they've done it, I think it was the right thing to do. Because you've stepped up to the Premier League, and you look at the amount of players that town have brought through, there's nobody at that level. And that's a problem. And people might say, have you got Premier League money? And it's only twenty or thousand pound a week, and whatever else, it's twenty or thousand pound a week. Let's get real. Mm. This is a club who, you know, 14, 15 grand, years ago, grand a week. were asking asking people for donations to stay alive to pay players' wages. So let's not sniff at that kind of money just because we've now earned millions getting promoted. Further down the line, they might revisit it. Yeah, and I've no doubt if that's they what I wonder whether they're right yeah. to do further down the line. Yeah. I've no doubt it will. And they're, they're competing, they will be competing, always will be with other sides around here, but also the, the big clubs over the Pennines. Well, when, they'll when be you've got within Leeds that, and within Blackburn that and both at Manchester clubs and Liverpool running hubs mm. yeah. within Huddersfield yeah. region, you, you're going to But if you've got a better training facility, and, you yeah, might be able and, to and attract that, those that young players. might be further yeah. down line where it comes yeah. back into play, but I think for what they've done now, for me, it was the right thing to do. What do you reckon, Matt? Did, were you the opposite? I can't remember your view at the time. I've I've not given my view on it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on it for a bit. Ooh, Splinters. <laughs> I I know what we had in the academy at the time, and it, it was more of a question of structure for me than than anything else. But we'll we'll maybe do a podcast on that at some point. Cosy. Maybe. <laughs> Liverpool Saturday five thirty. So obviously delighted to see that Virgil Van Dijk. I didn't know Ronald Koeman were managing Liverpool now. When he announced that <laughs> Virgil Van Dijk will be fit and ready for Huddersfield away. So I don't know if Klopp's been sat in the international break, but Salah, I don't think he's playing. Uh, I think he flew home early, didn't he, from Egypt? Obviously, when I'm going here, I've got in a job for Sky. I'm not talking about Huddersfield. It's about opposition <laughs> and that as well. Yeah. One of my mates. Who are Liverpool playing? <laughs> one of my mates today said their keeper Alisson will be sat. Against the post, he'll have his phone out on Saturday night, and then someone will shout, "Hang on a minute, mate! They might be coming down this end. You better stand up." <laughs> they think it'll be pretty easy, but my gutting thing about this game is that we left, you know, the Burnley game again, similar to Everton, energy front foot. Two weeks, yeah, two weeks. It kills killer, it, but, yeah, killer. But this is oh god, the old cliche, the free hit, and we need something magical, something to change. I, I'm. It's, it's can written. this be it? We, we've not won. They've not lost. They haven't won in four games, Liverpool. So on the quiet, they they do a win. They're <laughs> it's not, football, isn't it? Yeah, they're it's not in, football. In the you know, shape, strange mate. things mm. happen in football. Mm. I wonder. And if, if you don't go with any hope, what's the point in going? I wonder whether Klopp's going to go in with it because they've got Champions League next week. Whether he's going to try an half and half team. I don't. Salah maybe will be a sub. Let's be honest. What do you reckon? What, what, whatever team that they put out on Saturday is going to be better than ours. 
So you've you've <laughs> <What>? then <laughs> it's fact, isn't it? So you've then got to look at everything's got to go your days like that. It's got to go your way. Yeah, like the Man U game, it had to go our way. Everything. I mean, weather were atrocious. We've scored. Score first, you know, yeah. Lindelof's had a nightmare. Matt has had a nightmare. But like, like you say, that's all it takes to happen. It's all it yeah. takes. And if all your lads are hundred mile an hour for ninety minutes, you've always got a chance. I think I think one of the losses this weekend they'll be billing, won't it? You know, he's he's come back from the under twenty ones because he's got what seems like an ankle injury. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's come back today. Yeah, no. so that's that's a big loss. We don't know how bad it is, but he's come back early to be monitored, yeah. which suggests it's not it's not, it's great, not great for Saturday's it? prospects. And, and, unless and it's for one me, of those where I, you try and get him fit for Saturday, they get him back and Dave yeah. Denmark are playing it right. Yeah, you, for, you for me, he's he's someone who has impressed me the most. He's been season. our best player yeah. this season. Yeah. Fact. I remember Johnny when you used to do kind of work with Eddie Gray. Eddie Gray yeah. said that billing. I just remember him just saying when we did a show, billing. He's just a player, didn't he? I don't, yeah. I don't think he said much more than that, did he? No. But yeah, he's well, he's a player, yeah. isn't he? You know, he's. I, I, I've not seen a huge amount of him apart from your match yeah. of the day highlights last year and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But you know, I, I, he's he's someone who's really impressed me. He, really he impressed can me be anything he wants to be, and that's the question, though, isn't it? Yeah, how much do you want it? How much does he want yeah. it? Mm. You know, there's time. There's times when he. He seems to just float in games at times. You know, he, there was a, a which game was it now? Was it the Spurs game when a ball was rolled out to him and he wasn't even looking? He was, yeah. you know, he was sort of trotting off forwards. And yeah, there were two 0 down at the time yeah. and it didn't result in anything. But you just at times go, ah, that's that's what lets him down a little well, bit. We mentioned it after the yeah. game, didn't we? And it, yeah. it, it just coasted through that game, yeah. but in 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 a quality way, not a coasting yeah. as in he's not. He just made everything look easy. Yeah, it it drifted through that midfield mm. like you were. It were, on, it were just on ice. He just floated mm. through it. And they, they've got a midfield that's worth 100 million up against yeah, him. And he, yeah. he, he ran that game. Billy were brilliant that game. This feels like such a big weekend, boys, because there's two massive games this weekend. God, again, my job for Sky's sort of massive <laughs> game. And it's all... But no, Newcastle, <laughs> v, Newcastle v Brighton. You've Cardiff. got the voice for it. You've got the booming voice for it. <laughs> we were on about the table before, what we kind of taking a little bit of shape and we're getting a bit of comfort that there's others down there. We mentioned You mentioned Fulham, Matt. Uh, Newcastle mentioned this week it's Cardiff v Fulham and Newcastle v Brighton mm. now you're thinking if they them two can't win I mean you'd think probably draws is good for us but Newcastle don't win that and that I know Brighton have kind of been pumping it up in the media and stuff and mm. stuff saying the fans are going to turn and what have you I think they're big games because if they don't can't get a win in that I think they'll be thinking wow this is going to be a long season well, we kind of knew that last season with, with a bit more battle hard and it'll yeah. be interesting to see how they react, mate, because well, Fulham, Fulham will probably go to Cardiff and think, you know, we can win this. Cardiff surely are thinking, any chance, this is it. That's got to be an old Yeah, win, Newcastle yeah. against Brighton, it, obviously it's still the Ashley thing and demos every game. I think this is such a big weekend, yeah. you know, probably, if we're being honest, we know what our result is going to be, I don't want to be too down, but... I think the other two, if they do not win them games, then I'm thinking, well, they're there with us and we can overtake these But and, and then again, I'm sure you guys, you know, went to the John Smith of the Cardiff game and thought, right, if there's any game that's going to kickstart us, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, this is going to be it. And, they, and then that, <laughs> that doesn't happen either, does it? So, you know, people will look at those games and pick <laughs> out, this is where we should be getting the points from, but it just does not work like that. Mm. Aaron Moyskey as well, so apparently he left with a groin injury at the Burnley game. So hopefully he's fit having pulled yeah. out the Australian squad. So yeah. Liverpool are... There are injuries being nursed for Mane, Salah, Oxlade Chamberlain's out, Van Dyke's apparently fit, isn't he, Cosy? Uh, Lalana, James yeah. Milner, and Naby Keita got injured as well today, which is another plus. 
You just um, need a sickness bug to go through camp, don't you? As well, yeah, right? yeah. Hopefully they're playing their under Which one's <laughs> staying at? <laughs> <laughs> um, and hopefully that's it. And one player that should return for us from international duty, uh, Mr. Kuzmala, is Matthias Sanka Jorgensen, uh, who, again, every time a player goes away on international du- duty, there appears to be an article in Sports Witness, doesn't there, who <laughs> kind of, they kind of use Google Translate or something, don't they, to try and twist maybe what, Sometimes a player has said, uh, and with Zanka coming up uh, to a contract expiration of 2020, there are some quotes that they've uh, attributed towards him. Um, yeah, or he's, someone, Cosy. I mean, again, do you take this pinch of salt? It says, he wants to move to a bigger Premier League club. Larger Premier League clubs are, of course, a goal. I will reach a high level as possible. This is someone I have a year left on my contract, and then we have to talk some things through. I mean... He's very honest with Zank, obviously we knew what he did with it we knew with the fans last year, but I, I don't I, it doesn't bother me too much, but don't bother me at all. No, it's not really. If if any good. player in the Premier League for Huddersfield Town in looking and thinking, my career aim is to go mm. and play for one at top size in this league. Do we want him at Huddersfield Town? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's and, it, and it's that's only gonna benefit Huddersfield Town. It is. I mean, he hadn't had much slating for this. Which I'm pleased about. Whereas when Van der Parra said something similar, it's been nothing but slated since. And I, it winds me up. It's players have got ambition. They're it's not. They're not everyone fans a beer, like mate. It's a job. There's it's no con- there's no context to the conversation either. No. Is there? So it that is it's another. Yourself, that, yeah. And again, that's another social media issue. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know that you can you can read quotes in 280 characters or 240 characters, isn't it? You can, whatever it might be, yeah. you can read quotes in that. And standalone, they can almost read as whatever you want them yeah. to read. He's leaving without seeing. Yeah. yeah, you don't know uh, what he said off the back of that. No. He might have then said, "But I love Huddersfield. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get a new deal sorted. I want to yeah. be here for yeah. years." You don't know, but they've chosen that's the bit to use. But if a, if a, but if a player wants saying that he wants to be as yeah. you know at, at the best level he can be, he's not saying I want to go in January, is he? No, you know, it's not like I'm saying he's saying I want out before the club, you know, might find itself, you know, it's in, just in bother. Isn't it? it's, yeah. It's the job. It's, it's a the job. Yeah, it just seems to be a lot of nothing. I think the game under lights, though, is it, going to be give us a bit better chance. Here comes this could look stupid this time next week, but I think I, I like that setup. It's going to be dark lights, full house. You know the the BT Sport boys are in town. You know what? If you're a player, I mean, we mentioned this before. What a chance to make yourself a legend, Neil. You know, it just wow. Can you imagine that? It's Something, prime, yeah. isn't it? If, if they're we not, all, reality, if they're not all bouncing yeah. off walls this week, ready to yeah. go there Saturday night and something wrong. I yeah. just hope that we've gone from because I thought both games against Liverpool last year we were poor. we were really poor. The yeah, game we at Anfield we were awful. I think we were in, we never got out of the zone half. To no. be honest with you, and, and the home game and they didn't much. play particularly no. well in that either. We I gifted just them. Yeah. We've, we've got that out of the system and we have a real good go. And again, mate, yeah. forget Pete, but we have a really good go. No one's going to argue. It's the kind of game where you want to see, like when Dyer clattered Ramos last night. You want, you want to see Johnny Ogg tearing through. Those are yellow yeah. cards, are they? That no, it's never seen the yellow card. It's a, it's a clean ball. has gone, hasn't it? Yeah. If you're going to put a tackle in, you are going to touch man. If you're going to put a tackle in like that, you're It's like when players get sent off just for pushing. It's like, come on, if you're going to get sent off, at least well. Yeah, at least knocking out. Okay, so what I'll do is, since... We've got a guest on the show. I'll put you on the spot, John. Johnny on the spot. Um, <laughs> that is a feature. We'll go. Neil's Rewind that one a second. Oh, yeah. Neil, it worked um, out. So, 
Let's have a score prediction from you, Johnny. Oh, for Saturday. Because oh, uh, no, oh. he's usually good at these, ain't he, mate? Um, oh, brilliant, mate. <laughs> I do think Liverpool will be too strong. Um, I think if Billing's missing, that's a big loss. Um, we don't know what state Moy's in, like you've mentioned as well. Hopefully, he'll be okay. I'm going to go for a hard for 2 1 defeat. I thought we were going to say 4. I did that. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> as if I could do that. <laughs> I'd never be welcome again. Get out. I, I, I think 2 0 Liverpool. I don't see the scoring, but Sobi is back. So there's a lot of town fans that sort of seem to, uh, to haven't seemed to realise that Ramadan Sobi has been injured since Man City. It won't um, start. He's not going to start, but he will be back. Uh, I didn't know he came on against Man City. We probably said how much alcohol they took <laughs> that, that morning afternoon. Uh, <laughs> Neil, you were saying before um, before Cosy and Johnny turned up that they've done the latest, uh, fastest sprinters in the Premier League. And yeah, that, apparently Ramadan Sobi's jog on and down off. As, yeah, his, down, down as the slowest in the Premier League. Yeah, thanks to his jogging on and off of the pitch yeah. against Man City. He's done it for about a minute and a half at Man wow. City. He's done it. Come on. Is Danny Williams back from Wembley yet or not? Is he still there? <laughs> <He's> still there. <laughs> what all that about? On Sunday, there. I thought I'd press oh, the NFL oh, UK or somewhere. Don't, uh, don't get me started on NFL. It's no. one of the worst sports going for me. Do you think they could throw him in <laughs> for Billing or no chance he's even fit, Danny Williams? He's not played any games. No, I don't, I don't think that's actually... Yeah, it'd be a big one. I'll played tonight and made an assist playing centre mid for Germany under-21s. Oh, severe. Severe, yes. And then Benz has assisted for Belgium under-21s. Oh, really I'd like to see him Benz has started. Well, I, don't, I, I just don't think town fans have seen enough of him yet. No, have that's we that's something that, that myself and Matt Glenn have spoken about a, a yeah. number of times. Get him in there. Yeah, let's, Get let's, him, you know. let's just see yeah. what happens now. Yeah. Because yeah. this, this lad's supposedly going to cost us a lot of money. I think thirteen point five million. You mentioned the the fact that you know town haven't been free scoring. We know that, but I've been polite. I've been polite. One goal from open play in five months. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you was it the Everton game where you actually had quite a few set pieces, quite a few corners? Was that yeah. the Everton game? And and you know ultimately. Ultimately, if you can get on, get one of them, you know, to to be fruitful for you. That's all it takes, and it and it isn't going to be. I'm not saying That's that that means it'll be the win against Liverpool, but what I'm saying is, you know, if you predict a two-one, the goal's got to come from somewhere. If it's going to come from anywhere, so it's probably going to be a in game. We're going to have to start scoring first, aren't we? That's that's it. I think. I can't remember what the stats were, but is it only... Um, We've got two points two... since we got promoted. From yeah, the Championship wasn't much better either, was it? And that was Southampton and Brighton Southampton away, and Brighton. Yeah, two mm. draws. Yeah. And we've obviously done one Which this season, haven't we? Pretty Burnley. grim, isn't it? Mm. And Burnley oh, yeah, and Burnley this season yeah. now, yeah, sorry. So our last question on Twitter comes from Jared Mulligan, um, who says, all right, lads, top podcast. I'll linger on that for a second. <laughs> question for you guys to debate over and Neil you, this I hope you don't spoil it now quick question <laughs> no why isn't radio no I'm joking <laughs> what's the ideal league setup? so as it's been international break I've reflected on the league in general and find league one has it pretty sweet with 46 games and no international break with more evening games uh, obviously that with top flight football would be my ideal league thought I'd throw that to you guys so he sounds like he wants 24 teams in the Premier League never happen it'll go less before it goes it'll never go more again but there's it it just kills it doesn't it and it's the start of the season how many games have we played now eight and championship have played what about 14 something mm, like that yeah. it's crackers isn't it so every time you know 
we, we, we do these pods and there's a midweek game going on normally somewhere locally and uh, I, 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 I miss that I miss it I, mean, I miss a night match I miss a night game at football yeah about you Cosy yeah midweeker well I obviously you know, I'm probably watch every sport under the sun but I went and watched Geisley on Saturday you know what makes me really appreciate you know kind of what what we've got because that mm. were like proper football it gives you a nice reality check on that you late go, winner though wasn't there six tier, hit the ball up stayed in the winner keeper dropped it it does comedy could have put some you know Walt Disney music to it and what have you but yeah I to me it's constant it'll never happen this either but the the premiership in rugby union when the Six Nations is on does not stop does not stop the clubs mm. still play the games it'll never happen because you know obviously the top teams won't have their players it's too out. much money at stake yeah because that's the only reason we play them midweek games where we've got I think we've got Everton we've got Wolves at home we've got Bournemouth yeah but for the ideal league at I think it is what it is now to be honest with you you're never gonna you know don't about play a burnout now so that that ain't gonna Premier change Premier League had dropped to 18 yeah. before it went it'll, absolutely it'll, yeah because yeah. if so they Premier League 2 Neil yeah. there's no way that had continued you know Radizan on about Premier League 2 that that wouldn't be you know 23 46 games in that the, the, the only thing that I thought they might do further down line is when all these teams are in money troubles and what have you is maybe go north south again lower down I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I would but I think it, it, it's an option for I, I like the German model I like three tiers of 18 and, and the quality is better but I, I'm I'm a more of a less is more kind of guy I I know we've had some bad managers and seasons in the past but I sometimes I get to October and it's Saturday, Tuesday Saturday, Tuesday and I get a bit football fatigued at this point I just get another, another I'm football yeah. I'm football starved mate it's, it's you know, yeah. the appetite doesn't it and even if you've got another game you realise what you've got yeah. you're on about north south they play Brackley Town on Saturday don't even know where they still did 58 miles yeah. to guys there. how's <laughs> yeah. that north yeah. but obviously it must be someone yeah good old I don't good know what you all you all complain about lads I commentated on 67 games one season a couple of yeah. years yeah. ago 67 games it was great it was a feast of yeah. football this is where you paid the big, yeah. big bucks Johnny. <laughs> you've got to watch Bradford Johnny our thoughts are weird I'm just looking forward to the next World Cup when we all get Christmas to sit around, don't we? No football going on for months. Oh, end the podcast. What now. a sensible yeah, the, the, option yeah. that is. They've completely killed that before they even kicked a ball, haven't they? Yeah, ridiculous. Shambles. Yeah, so Harrogate Town as well, Cosy. Have you seen them this year? Yeah, big money benefactor, though, isn't they behind them? Exactly like Salford. So. Bill Fotherby, was that the guy that was there at one point? Yeah. Beat out of the 90s, last yeah, time, it's not him, though, anymore. Is it Simon? Oh, I forgot what his name is now, but yeah. they're. Uh, it's a, it's a father and yeah. son chairman manager job, isn't it, at Harrogate? You see that late Norrie had 7,000 against Hartlepool. Really? But when you looked into quality. it, they're giving away free beer, which I don't think <laughs> had anything to do with it. But when they played Hartlepool in the, when they were in League 2 and they were both struggling, like 3, they got 2,000. Yeah. So it just shows, I think this non-league day is a really good thing. It's a good market employer, I think that's Yeah, really it is, but I just, I've, I've never, that's what I'm seeing about football snobbery. I hate it though, when people just, yeah, I suppose it's the way it is. People just want to watch. You want to fill your stadium because it's you free. You know Chelsea yeah, Man United yeah. on Saturday in time, it'll be a letdown, mate. Yeah, it will, yeah. It will. It'll be rubbish that Liverpool-Man City game. Oh, the, but the amount of games that are, the amount yeah. of Premier League games that are, you know, Super Sunday, yeah, well, whatever. It's not a yeah. Super yeah. Sunday. There's no, there's no guarantee, is there, of, of quality in whoever's no. playing. It's all marketing. Anyway, that's it. So subject. I think that kind of finishes things off. So I think with our podcast Johnny I'll, I'll let you do it first oh, before no. Cosy does it but if you want to sing us out go for it but if not Richard Cosmala <laughs> I mean I'm going to entrust my old media oh, whore friend uh, Richard <laughs> Cosmala to, to sing us out but thanks for having me lads no problem oh, God, thanks I for joining us brilliant to sing it and that as well but yeah God, no no more it's done gracias end of 
This the moment for Lee Fowler. It is. Take your place in Division 2, Huddersfield Town. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the flame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Pete's got a chance. Pete scores. Jack Pete scores. Heffel is in there. Smith scores for Huddersfield Town. 3-2 Town. Forrest Jerry, Danny Ward saves, Danny Ward saves. The quatch was in, round the hair, 2-0 on a field town. Christopher Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.